Welcome to the podcast for ambitious women. I'm your host, Dr. D. Franey. If you're a leader, innovator, or change maker, you belong here. Because around here, ambitious women are encouraged to have big, bold, unapologetic goals and dreams, and given the tools to execute and achieve them without the pressure, hustle, overwhelm, or burnout. Ladies, it's time to unlock your potential. Hello, friends. How are you today? It's a beautiful, sunshiny day here in Germany. We've had like multiple days of bluebird skies and sun in a row. Not going to lie, feeling a bit manic. Love me some sunshine. It's warm. I can sit outside on my back patio. Life is good. I am getting really ramped up next week, starting June 8th. We're offering a clarity challenge. It is going to be so rad. And the reason why I'm mentioning it now in conjunction with this episode, a yes life, is because my own process, my own journey of becoming overwhelmed and burnout and stuck led me to realize I needed some clarity to figure out who I was, what I wanted, what was getting in the way, and how I was going to start moving forward with that change. And so I'm going to go a little bit deeper into that journey here. Maybe if you don't know me yet, this is going to be a great introduction to more of my story. And if we've been hanging out for a while, you'll just get to know me a little bit better, a little bit deeper. But anyway, this yes life concept came from my own journey with clarity and in seeking clarity. And, you know, we often don't slow down enough to get to know ourselves at new phases of life. And that's how we can become very disconnected and feel a little lost and rudderless or purposeless um, or, or stuck. It's also how sometimes we know what we want, but we um, are trying to do too much or motivate ourselves in the wrong way. And that's how we end up being burnout and overwhelmed. So even if you know what you want, the clarity challenge would be most beneficial for you. So if you're listening to this in time, go to the show notes. There is the link to get to the registration for this free experience. It starts June 8th. It's going to be a boatload of fun. So don't, don't miss out on that. Uh, yes, life. How did I get there? For me, I've always been an ambitious person. I've always had big goals and dreams and a relentless drive. I've always really been curious and a avid learner and have always been interested in the idea of being a successful person, being a leader, being a change maker. Part of my journey, part of that drive, part of that desire to keep achieving and to be successful was because it was a way for me to run away from some childhood trauma and, and, you know, the demons of my past. And I saw being successful, making money, um, climbing in my career as the path away from that. 
And so I tried to achieve my way <laughs> to happiness, to, to thinking that like, if I kept achieving that eventually I would arrive there and that all that stuff would go away, all those icky feelings. And I did very well. I, I have achieved a lot of success. I earned my undergrad um, in my senior year, had an internship uh, at a nonprofit ra raising money for them and did so well, raised so much money as a senior in college that they hired me on. And I, I got started in my career in nonprofit management, uh, married my husband, ended up being a trailing spouse and moving all over with him, um, which led me back to school. I got my master's degree, my MBA, and then my doctorate. And I ended up working in all different areas of nonprofit management. And by the age of 30 had a, a COO position, a C-level position running a statewide nonprofit. And I found a lot of success in my career. I wrote my dissertation on performance excellence and nonprofit management and really had set myself up to be an expert in my field. I went from, you know, growing up in a very um, food insecure and impoverished family to having quite a bit of financial success and comfort. And, you know, on paper, I did all of the right things and really still found myself unhappy and overwhelmed and burnt out in my early thirties. Um, you know, I was such a giver. Um, I've always been driven by helping others, by building and strengthening communities. That's been like my biggest driving force is to give back and serve others, but I didn't have good boundaries. And it's, that also comes from, you know, all of that childhood trauma. Um, and, and not having done the work that I needed to do to heal from that. And so I, you know, combined with that relentless drive and that excessive career focus and work, working in an industry where I was working consistently 80 to hundred hours a week for years on end, uh, was just a recipe for massive burnout. I mean, I had a lot of success but it came at a huge cost. Um, I had worked myself to burnout, to exhaustion, and was dealing with a lot of chronic pain, chronic illness type stuff. And it was, I don't know our, what move number it was <laughs> in our military life. But I, I looked at my husband, I said, I can't get a job right away when we get to the new place. I have got to fix this. And he agreed because I was, you know, not making life easy on him either <laughs> with my illness and with everything that was going on. And, and that kind of took me to this reconnection with myself. I spent a lot of time meditating, practicing mindfulness, being outside. I mean, we went from Alaska to, to Phoenix. So being able to spend time and sunshine was, was so important, but to go from, you know, having massive anxiety, constant anxiety to retraining my brain, to slow down, to, to just be present, to not be spinning and worry and, and all of that chaos, all of the, all of the time. 
I really, it was very uncomfortable for me for being someone who was always going and going at 5 million miles an hour and saying yes to everything and taking care of everyone else first and trying to change the world. I was highly uncomfortable slowing down and focusing all of that energy and attention solely on me. But it was in that quiet that I reconnected with myself and what truly lit me up and what I really needed and created the space to heal my emotions, to heal my mindset, to my mental space, to heal my physical body. And I really took the time to define my priorities and what I wanted to feel most in life because what we do in life why we do anything is because of how we think it's going to make us feel. So if I know how I want to feel, then I can reverse engineer that. I can use those feelings to help pull me closer to, you know, make decisions that are in alignment with how I want to feel. One thing I realized is that I needed my health to be my number one priority. And I woke up one morning and realized that I could no longer work in the nonprofit sector and be, and really truly honor my, that decision to make health my number one priority. And so I walked away from my career and decided to reinvent myself yet again. I mean, luckily I had had practice as that as a military spouse because every time we move, I get to have this process of reinvention and regrounding myself in a new community, but you know, I really saw myself as a leader in the nonprofit sector and that, that is what I wanted to do and how the work I wanted to do in the world. And I just had that realization that, that I couldn't be my best self. I couldn't be my healthiest self in that industry because of the challenges that are in it. And with that, then I started to say, okay, what is it that I want to feel and how can I pull myself towards that? And I, For me, I chose health and joy and love and wonder, you know, a childlike wonder that's very curious. And I chose limitless, this feeling of freedom. I wanted to feel free in my life. There were so many things um, up until that point that felt like no, you know, for the longest time, my finances were a no. Um, my health was a no. I mean, it was like a big, huge screaming no at the time. And so I kind of, I I had this idea where I, I wanted a yes life. I wanted a life that was set up for me to say yes to anything, any opportunity that came my way that lit me up, that helped me feel the way I wanted to feel. And it was really just this idea of of creating the systems and the structures within my life that would enable me to say yes to the things that I truly wanted to say yes to and say no to everything else. And that was kind of the birth of this idea of a yes life. Um, But it has evolved over time. You know, for a while I worked in higher education and as a, as a coach and I worked full-time as a coach for this university and coached hundreds of people. And that is where I I realized I didn't want to work in higher education anymore, but I loved coaching. It helps me 
use all of my top skills and abilities, all of my knowledge and, and my big, beautiful brain and the way that it works in the most powerful way. And it, and it really still enabled me to help people change within so that they could be the change, so that they could go out and create the change. And I was still getting to build and strengthen communities and change the world and serve others in a more personal one-to-one micro kind of level. But the cool thing is, is I decided to open up my own coaching practice and work with ambitious, high-achieving, change-making women who, who have huge vision, who have desire and that are maybe um, either struggling or uh, want to um, become even more effective at what they're doing. And so over time, like I said, with more clarity, I began to really realize that a yes life for me is an intentional life that's designed to increase and expand my potential, my impact, and my legacy. And I want to talk about this idea of a yes life, because I think that if you're listening here, you probably desire similar things. You're committed to growing. You're committed to improving and, and, and evolving and not being stagnant. I'm I'm guessing that you are committed and, and desire doing your very best and to know that your life has meaning and to know that you are making a difference every day with your life. And, and if that's true, then awesome. I think you're going to dig this idea of, of a yes life. And then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the things that get in the way of that. So, you know, when I think about a yes life in expanding potential, it really is about that continuous growth. It's about expanding possibility, right? It's the decision to grow because challenge and growth is fun. And, and it's really expanding our ability to create more freedom in our life, whether that's time freedom, debt freedom. What's cool about choosing potential as one of the pillars of a yes life is that the boundaries of our potential are unknowable, right? As we continue to grow, we expand our potential and we keep pushing for more and we keep climbing and we keep becoming better, more capable versions of ourselves. And that is who I, who I am and who I always want to show up and be, right? If I am living my most intentional life, I am always focused on expanding my potential as well as helping others expand their potential. The second pillar of a yes life is impact. Look, I don't want to just do things to go through the motions. I don't want to uh, wake up and just check boxes off. I want to maximize my results. If I am putting my attention, my focus, my energy, my life force into doing something, I want to keep getting better at it. I want to keep uh, improving my impact, increasing my effectiveness. I want to know that my efforts and that my life and that um, my work in this world is making a difference. It's all about having that impact, helping others, growing communities, improving the world. I want to know 
that my life has meaning. And that's really interconnected with the third pillar of, of legacy. You know, I don't think that a lot of women talk about leaving a legacy. And if they do, maybe it's in the framework of having children and, and raising children. But I, I want to talk about legacy in the terms of making a contribution in the world, making your mark. Um, and, and part of this is building wealth, right? I want to build wealth for myself and I want to help other women build wealth because money is a tool. And the more wealth that we create, the more help that we can have in the world, the more, the bigger, the legacy we can create, the more impact we can create, the more people who we can help, the more potential we can raise and expand. And so a yes life for me is all about changing lives and helping others and knowing that because I woke up, because I showed up, because I was willing to endure the, the discomfort of growth, I was able to make a difference. And so for me, starting a business ended up being the best vehicle for me to create a yes life. It has given me the opportunity to consistently expand my potential and the potential of my clients. It has enabled me to consistently focus on increasing my impact and meaning and building a legacy of all of the lives who I am touching, whether they are clients who pay me or people who just listen to the podcast or follow me on social media or any other sort of way that my work is helping them to see a different way. So I didn't just start a business to have a business to struggle in business. Like I wanted to have the business to help me build that wealth, build that impact, build that legacy to, to do more with my life. It's not just about the business, but it's not, not about the business, right? It's, it's, it's not, it's about the money, but it's not about the money. Um, and so I wanted to get to a place where the business enabled me to live my best life, that it was designed around the type of life I wanted to live. And I'm, I'm really happy to have created that for myself. You know, I have a lot of freedom in my life. I have uh, a lot of fulfillment and, and enjoyment right now in this moment, while having giant goals for what I want to do in the future for it. But it's, it's, being able to live a life that I love right now, live a life that I don't need a vacation from, living a life that lights me up now and not wait for some future moment, some future success. It's, you know, striving while satisfied. Now I mentioned that I've been coaching for whoa, eight years now and almost nine, holy bananas. <laughs> so... I have worked with hundreds of people on achieving big goals and the type of brain that I have, I see patterns and connections very well. What if you've done the Clifton Strengths Finder, one of my top five is connectedness. And what that means is I can see patterns and the connections between tons of disparate information or things that look very different. And I have noticed from working with so many people um, who are often high achieving that have big goals, uh, I just distilled the top challenges 
that people have in terms of creating higher levels of performance in achieving their goals. And I call them the foundations for goal achievement. There is an earlier podcast episode on this. I think it's, oh my goodness, in the early 30s. I should have looked that up, but I didn't. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, But it's the foundations for goal achievement. And those three things are what are really blocking a yes life. Those are the three things that are blocking you from achieving your goals and the bigger vision that you have for your life. And that really includes your relationship with yourself. How would you rate that relationship that that you have with yourself? Is it, do you spend more time loving on yourself being kind and compassionate and supportive, or you spend more time self-loathing and self-negating and self-harming. There's also your relationship with your goals. Do you see them as a vehicle for growth or are you using them to shame yourself and prove what's not good about yourself or what's broken about yourself if you quote unquote struggle or fail to move forward? And lastly, it's our relationships with others. You know, are, are you in a, in a habit of people pleasing and over committing and saying yes, when you really want to be saying no, are you um, holding grudges and, you know, lots of pain and hurt? Is there forgiveness that needs to happen? Are there boundaries that need to be installed in relationships so that you can function and flourish within them? Those are the three main things that I see blocking a yes life. And then it's all about once you clean that stuff up, it's all about cranking up the high performance essentials, which is belief, consistency, and discipline. And there is another episode on that, the high performance essentials. So first we need to clean up the foundation. And once that's cleaned up, then you can really focus on those high performance things that create that quantum growth, that exponential growth very quickly. So that's kind of how I have defined a yes life for myself. But I, I, as I said, like in the beginning, it was all about kind of how I wanted to feel and how I wanted to stop having so many things in my life scream no at me and, and wanting to have more freedom and yes in my life. But it has really turned into this bigger vision of potential and impact and legacy and wealth and maximizing the meaning and difference that I make in this world. And I think that that's probably similar for you too. And so before I wrap this up, because I know I've kind of, I was flipping through an old journal and I saw this page that I wrote. It's kind of like a little manifesto about um, my yes life, (laughs) but I want to share it with you because I think it's kind of rad and I think you're going to dig it. So I'm going to read it. So I apologize that it sounds like I'm reading rather than talking at you, but there is no way I was going to be able to memorize all this in time. So my yes life is a growing movement of individuals who have committed to self-mastery through growing self-awareness. We accept that we are our only problem and the very solution we once chased outside ourselves by expanding our self-awareness. We discover the habits of thinking and behavior that have limited us in mind, body, spirit, and emotions. Once unaware, we were reactors, allowing our unconscious mind to run the show, allowing it to convince us to play it safe, stay small, leaving our potential untapped. By growing our consciousness, 
we lead our brains to intentionally create the results we seek in relationships, careers, or business, health, and so on. Our work is in looking inward to solve our problems. We focus on growing mental excellence, which is self-mastery emotion, a high-performance way of life characterized by emotional wellness, mental fortitude, intentionally inspired action, and consistently creating our desired results. We know that no emotion is too painful to experience, that no corner of the mind too dark to explore. We meet ourselves with curiosity, gentleness, compassion, and love. We choose growth, not because we are broken or flawed, but instead because we seek to expand and live in our untapped potential. We lean into possibility and explore what is possible when we remove the limits of habits of thinking and habits of behavior. We accept that discomfort is the price of evolution and are willing to forge into the discomfort of growth rather than languish in the discomfort of stagnation. We are seekers. We are visionaries. We are believers. We are dreamers in action. So my friends, that is how I define a yes life. That is the vision that I hold for myself. It's the vision I hold for my clients and even for you of what is possible and where, what is possible for you in the future. If you hang out here, if you subscribe to the podcast, if you keep hanging out with me, whether you hire me as your coach or not, um, whether you join the ambitious women's collective Facebook or not, if you are in my bubble, if you are listening to me and what I have to say, this is where we're headed. We're headed towards increasing and expanding our potential, our impact, our legacy, our wealth, creating and crafting lives that bring meaning and make a difference in the world. We do it by cleaning up our relationships with ourselves, with our goals, with our, with our other humans in our life. We focus on building consistency and discipline and belief. That's what this is all about. So welcome if you are new here. And if you've been around for a while, thanks for hanging out. If you want to walk through the same clarity type exercises that helped me create this vision for my life, I want to share that with you. I'm doing a free challenge. Like I said, at the top of the episode, it starts next week, June 8th. The link to register is in the show notes. Don't miss out. I guarantee you will have massive breakthrough in your life, in your results from hanging out for a couple days and doing this free challenge. So please come join us. If you're watched, if you're listening to this episode long after June 8th, you can always go to myyeslife.com and likely there'll be information on when the next challenge is. All right, you ambitious women. I hope that this was inspiring and insightful and that you go out and kick ass today. I will talk to you again real soon. Ciao, ciao. If you're ready to execute and achieve your big, bold, unapologetic goals and dreams, join us in the Ambitious Women's Collective Facebook group. It's a space for ambitious leaders, innovators, and change makers. And hey, you belong here too. Come make big things happen with us over at myyeslife.com forward slash group.